Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, this is uh, Monday now, uh, actually the day after Easter. Uh, yes, that this good will morning. Be, be broadcast, and so I hope everybody had a wonderful uh, celebration of the resurrection. And uh, it's interesting as we actually get into our continued discussion that we left the last Wednesday about the Nashville tragedy and the system of it is that um, it's kind of an interesting discussion of juxtaposition of the resurrection mm-hmm. with the state of the world, and mm, how yes. does how does it all fit together? And what's it all about, and what it isn't it about? You know, so we'll we'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll try to explain that. So uh, we're you know we're getting into tough discussion, and uh, uh, we don't want to diminish you know the beauty of the resurrection, but actually the power of the resurrection is what gives us hope. Uh, yes. In all respects, so it'll be fun True to hope. fun yeah. to process. So um, we talked uh, last week about the uh, the tragedy at Nashville where there was a shooting in a Christian school, uh, killing of, of three adults, three children, nine years old, uh, beyond awful. <laughs> it's, just, mm-hmm. it's just you can't fathom it. Um, and part of, part of the discussion we need to understand is, you know, we get these snippets mm-hmm. of, of tragedy and awful, and it hits us because we typically don't live in it per se Mm -hmm. and you know and uh, the only interesting enough um, and this is why I don't do it and I encourage others not to do it is don't build your going to bedtime around news Mm. Uh, because absolutely because you get exposed then to the tragedy which you know you're not trying to ignore but it it just hits you and and if you just over a period of a week just watch the news, you see these kind of tragedies all the time of children who mm-hmm. are suffering, children who are killed, children who are mistreated, children who are abused. Um, it's, it's everywhere all the time. Right. Um, so we gotta be careful that we kind of highlight this as an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually isn't. Now, mm. we, we get exposed to it in a highlighted way. It's like, oh, man, that's awful. Right. Yes, it is. But guess what? Awful happens all the time. Right. Uh, and it's worldwide, by the way. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk about why. But, uh, again, just be careful here that you don't isolate one experience as how come. What we're trying to do is help you understand it's really much, much more pervasive than that. And we got to understand it, and then what do we do with it? So um, yeah. we talked last time about the cause of it all, um, mm-hmm. and that was that uh, God created Adam and Eve, put them in a physical place, physical beings. They were body, soul, spirit, perfect, in a perfect place. Uh, prior to that, Satan had decided in his own 
well, I want to become leader mm-hmm. and try in charge and control. By the way, that's still his goal. Uh, and God said, no, sorry, you don't have the power to do that. So I, I boot you out of this place, heaven, the where I'm at. Uh, turns to the rest of the angels who also had free will. Who do you want to follow? I'm not going to force you. And we got to keep remembering the essence of that because it's the very nature of God himself. So be careful that we don't attribute something that we think should be but isn't. Right. Uh, Because the essence of God is free will. And so he turns to the rest of the angels. Instead of forcing them, well, you're all staying here, he said, who would you like to follow? You have Mm -hmm. a choice. You can follow me or follow Satan, Lucifer. Um, well, third of them followed Lucifer, and two thirds followed God, and they made their choice. Okay, the the uh, the location of the battle is Earth mm-hmm. that He had created, a physical place with all the provision and all the uh, necessary to have perfect life with perfect beings, Adam and Eve, with perfect mm-hmm. communion. And He that said He had given authority over the Earth. Given that author- time. I've given you authority over the Earth, and it's in verse twenty six of Genesis. Uh, and authority is rulership and dominion, by the way. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, well, you know, good luck. I hope you do okay. It's I'm handing you over dominion and rulership of earth. Mm-hmm. By the way, because you're in connection with me, your co-creator, your co-leader along with me, and you just have to keep following me mm-hmm. and you'll live it out. But the authority is going to come through you. Uh, and the dominion is going to come through you, and I hand that, I give that to you. Uh, so it was. Uh, well, Satan comes along and said, did God really say? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess he did. Okay, well, surely you won't die. Why don't you? Why, you know, isn't that a good idea? And they did. When they did, they died. Right. And what died was the spiritual spirit. yes. connectivity, and now they became sophisticated animal, self-driven, and everything is now called sin nature mm-hmm. of self of self, and Paul describes this in, in Romans pretty well. Sin nature is really I just decide on my own, mm-hmm. and I don't follow God. And because I don't feel a God, I'm really following the enemy. And it says in Romans chapter eight, uh, you've put to death the spirit again. This is believers. If you go back mm-hmm. to the flesh, the sin nature dominating, right? You've Put to death the spirit. In essence, you've killed it off. It's there, but mm-hmm. you've killed it off. You're at enmity against God, and you cannot please God. Mm. He said that's the nature of Satan, uh, is kill, steal, and destroy. Opposite of God. Work against God. Uh, come against God. And so we as believers can be in that same place because of that nature. So everybody has a sin nature, and, and there were, the authority was handed over to Satan who now has authority over the world, and he brings his nature to the world and to the operation mm-hmm. of the world because he had authority over physical stuff. So right. it's, it's called entropy or destruction. And, and in John 10.10, 10, it says the thief has come to do what? To steal, kill, and destroy. To steal, kill, and destroy. Steal, kill, and destroy. And it's relentless, and it's the nature now of the world is under entropy. Mm-hmm. of kill, steal, and destroy. And it's not kinda, it's, it's absolute. Right. And so now we as, as individuals live in a world of destruction 
And we're, we are destructive also because we have a sin nature or a self-centered nature. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, and, and we'll come back to this, um, think about what's the only remedy for me personally who has a sin nature? Jesus. And I have to be born again, mm-hmm. which is why the word came up. Right. Um, it's it's literally. Born again and have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit so that okay. we can again be connected to God and surrender to his will. Because I was dead without it. Mm-hmm. When I'm born again, what happens? The spirit reenters. Reenters and I'm back alive. Mm-hmm. And now I have relationship with the with the God of the universe that can can regain this beautiful life through the spirit that now is in me because I've been reborn. Now, mm-hmm. are we back to where Adam and Eve was? No. No, because why? We still have this sin nature mm-hmm. that has to be basically transformed and it has to be transformed day by day by day by day by day. Right. And you can't, you can't, in essence, make it better. Mm-hmm. And that explains why, by the way, you know, we, we read of pastors that were, man, they were doing great. They, they were joyful. They had great life. Uh, they were preaching the word. Mm-hmm. And then what happened to them? They, they, they left their wife and they committed adultery and think that was okay. And now they've lost everything. Well, what happened? See, it, it was because of the sin nature that isn't eliminated. Right. Um, it can be uh, over overcome and transformed when daily take up the cross, follow me. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, that sin nature comes back and and right. takes back over, and you can fall at any point during that during that lifetime. So it's not a mm-hmm. so don't think of I become born again. I'm I'm good. Right. It's it's I have the privilege of now walking with God for him to give me the life that he promised me right. if and for him to continue growing us and sanctifying us and making us reflect him more purely. Right. And what's the condition? If I follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I choose not to, I go back to the flesh and wind up with the problems of the flesh. Okay. So now let's talk about the world and uh, and all that that means. So go to um, uh, Luke chapter four. Okay. Uh, verses uh, five to eight, and this is this is kind of important uh, to have this understanding. We know the story, but we don't really appreciate the fullness of the of the story. Right. It says, then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, being Jesus, all this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Okay. Um, So, um, first of all, it's a temptation of Christ. Mm -hmm. And the first question we have to ask, is it a real temptation? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the answer to that? Is it a real temptation? Yes, yes. it is a real temptation. Yeah, it, because see, if it was nothing, and it was like, oh, that's nothing. Then Jesus would have simply dismissed it. Well, then he wouldn't have had any, and we wouldn't be, we could say, well, we no, we're not tempted. It mm-hmm. was a true temptation. Right. And Satan says, uh, all the kingdoms 
of the world, the earth, have been what? Given, given to me. Given to him, yeah. Okay. Um, I now offer that to you, which I know is why you come back mm-hmm. to, to take it. Well, all you got to do is follow me, and I'll give it to you, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, is why you've come back. Let's just make this really easy. Right. Um, okay, now, um, if it wasn't true, what would Christ have said? He, he wouldn't have given it any credence. He would have simply dismissed it. Yeah. You know, you're offering me something you don't have. Right. Um, so this is nothing. Uh, it, right. Nah. Don't even bother. You're, you're lying to me right now mm-hmm. because you don't have it to give to me. So the heck with it. Right. And, and, but um, that wasn't his response. <laughs> uh, and he says, I know that. Okay, now we got to answer this question. Who gave it to him? We Say, did. We did. See, Adam and Eve did. Mm-hmm. Humans did. God gave it to humans. Humans gave it to Satan. He said, this has mm-hmm. been given to me. And and I now operate controlling the world with kill, steal, and destroy. It's now a destructive place. Mm-hmm. And it's called entropy. And everything left alone is going to destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's operational physically, it's ex- operationally mentally, it's operationally uh, emotionally, uh, it's everywhere. So like for example, um, uh, a couple years ago now, uh, a building in Miami, apartment building, just mm-hmm. clap- collapses. Mm, I remember this, yeah. Um, no, not a hurricane, it just collapses. Okay, how? It, it weakened Mm-hmm. Over time, because even a inanimate steel object is decaying, mm-hmm. and it decayed to the point of losing its strength, and then at the bottom of because of the structure, it collapses. Right. All by itself. Everything left alone is going to destruction, and the world is now under a control of the enemy. Mm-hmm. who is kill, steal, and destroy, and it's now the nature of the world. Right. Um, and it was not It was perfection, but when Adam and Eve sinned and handed it to Satan, it then entered into all the destruction that's there with self-centered people who are now the offspring of Adam and Eve. So now the 8 billion people that live on earth are self-centered. Right. They're not born per- perfect. They're born without the spirit. Now you can mm-hmm. you can get the spirit, but even then you have a choice to make. So it's self-centered people living in a world of trouble caused by Satan, who's kill, steal, and destroy mm-hmm. at, at every level, which we'll, which we'll talk about. Okay, um, so now um, uh, jump over uh, to John 16.33. John 1633 yeah. says now this is by things- the way this is Jesus uh, this is his his third year after he had to, he was tempted mm-hmm. um, and he's, he's about ready to go to Gethsemane his death and resurrection and he's, he's highlighting it's called the upper room discourse the truth about life and about the Holy Spirit and life after this and he makes a statement in John 1633 what does he say it says these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Okay. 
He says, um, interesting enough, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a funny thing. Uh, and it's always, you know, when you look at things, it's like, huh, that's interesting. Is this the last statement he makes? Mm. He then goes to prayer to the Father and goes to Gethsemane. Right. In essence, the end of the teaching hmm. of all the things I've just taught you guys, I want you in to. In this world, you're gonna have trouble. In the world, the world. <laughs> you're gonna have. In the world, there is stress, trouble, destruction, killing, destroying. Mm -hmm. You're gonna experience this, right? Because that's the nature of the world, which I admitted to when Satan said, "I have it, and I can give it to you." Mm -hmm. um, I said, "Yep." I know you do. I know it was given to you by, by Adam and Eve. And yes, it's operational. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you guys, don't think anything differently. Right. That I should remove that. That's life now because of the structure of things. Satan has control of the world and is kill, steal, and destroy. And guess what? Because you live there, you're going to have it. Mm -hmm. So don't think you're not. Okay, so now jump over to John 17, 11 and 19. He actually is this prayer to the Father. He's now not talking to the disciples. He's talking to the Father. He makes some pretty incredible statements that we need to understand. Uh, John 17, 11 and 19. It says, Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Okay. Uh, lots in here. Um, he says that um, I'm sending them like I was sent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um was Jesus sent to change the world and bring it back to the Garden of Eden? No. No. Um, now, could he have had that power? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it's always superior. The spiritual is uh, superior to the physical. Why? Because it created a physical. Right. So could he have done that? Mm-hmm. Yes. So God could have said, okay, look, it's over. Um, I'm going to send Christ to destroy it, and we're just going to create a new one right here. Mm -hmm. um, and he's going to change the world. And by interesting enough, uh, because we read this at the end, can he change it per se? No. Right. What does he have to do? Destroy it. Mm. And then create it again. So mm. the world we're faced with is either is either going to have to be destroyed and right. re recreated. It can't be altered mm. per se. 
And the reason we know that is that that's not how he does it later. Right. Uh, so oh, that's interesting. So yeah. so it's not come and change it. Mm-hmm. It's when ultimately I take care of this, I'm going to destroy the whole thing and, right. re- and recreate another one. Okay. So it's not that. He, and he said, I didn't come into the world to change the world. Um, and I came to save the world. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? He says, uh, I've come to bring fellowship of your creation, Father, back right. back to us. Mm-hmm. Who? Individuals. Heart by heart. You, you can't even right. say, you can't save a church. Yeah, but one by one. But yeah. one by one by one. You can't, serve, you can't save a town. You can't ser- save a nation. You can't save a country. Um, it's, it's person by person by person. Okay, now why? Free will. Mm-hmm. And I can't, hey, Kathy, I'm going to choose for you. Mm-hmm. I can't. Um, as much as we would like to sometimes. Yeah. And by the way, this is interesting. Uh, Paul makes a statement in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. He says, hey, by the way, um, I've learned to receive and exercise great authority. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I don't have authority over is your will. Mm. Um, I'd like to. But I don't, and and he, and he says, guess why? Because Christ doesn't. Right. So he doesn't take authority over people's wills, because if he did, well, then everybody just become a believer. Right. Right. Um, it's not his will that any should perish. Well, then, if I have authority over their will and I can make them, well, then I'll just make it all work. And by mm-hmm. the way, if I make everybody become a believer, and then I even have the ability for them to, to follow me, even with their sinful nature. This world's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. There'll be no evil. There'll, there'll be no shooting. There'll be no killing. There'll, there'll be no uh, awful stuff. I've taken care of it all. He says, but that's not what I came to do. Um, I came mm-hmm. to invite people to that. Um, and he says, uh, so I'm not taking them out of the world which in essence is what the question about the Nashville thing really rests. Right. Is can't you remove us from that mm-hmm. awful, awful place? If we're believers right. and you're all powerful, and I, okay, all right, I can kind of accept that the world is wicked. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how it works. But can't you... Can't you interfere and can't you take us out of that? And he says, no, I'm not asking Father to take him out. Mm-hmm. I'm actually taking him to send him into it. Right. Into what? A world. Now, he says something about that. The world, he says, uh, because they're following me, the world hates them. Right. And will reject them. Okay. Now, the word is super strong here. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't like you. It's that I can get to a point where I hate you, and the word hate, the root of that is I want to kill you. Mm. Um, and that's ultimately you know, what people do is, um, and see, they're not even recognizing it. Most murders aren't, I'm hating Christ or I'm hating Christians. I'm trying to eliminate them. I just hate 
Mm-hmm. And you are you are the object of that hate, whether it's somebody right. I know or you're in the way, and I'm going to murder you, literally murder you, kill you, to do it. So this person, you know, with Nashville is, um, I hate. Mm-hmm. In this case, there was a hatred toward Christians, right. and and I'm going to go and kill them, to exercise it. And Jesus said, "Hey, guess what? That's normal." in the world is going to hate them. By the way, the disciples, except John, all got what? Killed. Because why? Right. The, the world hated him. Um, and that's one of, the, one of the questions when we talk about the covenant. People say, well, yeah, but the disciples all got killed. So that can't mm-hmm. be covenant. I said, yes, it was. Uh, and I'll prove it to you. Um, think about Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, he told Ananias... He said, do you know who you're talking about? Do you want me to go help this guy? Yep. Guess what? He's going to suffer you know, during his life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we, we have great stories of Paul, but one, one of the stories is he's stoned, taken outside, dragged and beaten, and stoned. Now, when you stone somebody, in essence, you, you do it until they're dead. Mm-hmm. They did it. And he falls to the ground, unconscious, and they assume he's dead. Mm-hmm. Good, got rid of him. They leave. Okay, what's the next thing that happens to Paul? He's up again. <laughs> Stands up, completely healed, mm-hmm. and goes back in and preaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like, hey, I need a week off. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I got, I got to recover. You know this. Uh, you know. So that um, the restoration, see, is, is possible. They all live covenant life. Mm-hmm. Did they end in martyrdom? Yes. Right. But even then. And the suffering is real. But even then, it was a step into the fullness of the covenant, which mm-hmm. continue, continues in heaven. And because of what we see with Stephen, it appears that there's not a pain to that. There's something about it. Because even while he's getting stoned, which would be painful, he's saying, he's talking to Jesus. I see Jesus. Hey, I'm coming home. He's talking normally. And he's not exercising screaming or pain or anything like that because I think there's a protection there. Um, Hmm. So covenant life is still available to him because God says, my power is superior. I don't prevent it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I can certainly guide you into places that are going to be better for you than others. Right. So, like one of the one of the things that Paul says is that um, I was uh, I was in great distress often, mm-hmm. and God saved me out of delivered me out of every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And by the way, sometimes he said, in order for me to deliver you, I don't want you to go in there, or I want you mm-hmm. to leave. In this scenario, I want you to go. Mm-hmm. And so he said, there's no system even to that, but I was delivered out of every one of them. So it wasn't that I didn't have the trouble. Right. It's that in the trouble, God showed me you know, what he wanted to do with that and, and how he wants to, to work it. Um, so um, he says to the Father, um, I'm not taking him out of the world. The world is evil. Wicked, kill, steal, and destroy. They're in there. They're going to experience it. I'm sending them into it to proclaim 
the gospel of the covenant is you can have the beautiful life of God while you're living in this awful place. And I want you to realize you have power and authority for that, and I can protect you. And there'll be a moment, you know, where um, either you die or it's time to go uh, or something happens, and you're not absent of the trouble. Right. Um, I'm not pulling you out of it. I'm sending you into it to proclaim the truth of God and the life of God, um, even though the world is trying to come against you. Mm-hmm. And by the way, as you and I know, because we're talking about the end times every Friday, it's getting worse and worse and worse. So that even this, this scenario with uh, the Nashville thing is if you if you just listen to the news, they actually are saying that these Christians deserved it. Because they're the ones that created the problem for this person. And because mm-hmm. they did, these people deserve it. She's actually a martyr. Let's, let's give uh, homage to that. And, and, wow. and I'm thinking, okay, now just think for a second. What if it was the other way around? Mm-hmm. What would be happening to that Christian? It would be how awful. They wouldn't be paying homage to her. They would be vilifying. Wow, I have not heard those news stories. That's yeah. so sad. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's very sad. And uh, why? Well, because Satan is kill, steal, and destroy. And even in this, when you would think there would be some sympathy, right? Like, oh man, that's awful. And look at this, what the person this did. This is part of the world calls and, good evil, and evil good, and yeah. And Satan, see, flips it. Mm-hmm. Because why? It always comes against Christians in whatever way it's going to come is, well, we're going to make you look bad, look you feel bad. And, and by the way, raise question, even to Christians, well, where's your God? Did God really right. say? Mm-hmm. Is it really true? See, and that's the question that people are being faced with. And, and I'm talking about believers. Right. Is, is God really good? Mm-hmm. Uh, how is this possible in this, in this wicked evil? And in, so far we've learned what? Authority has been handed to Satan. Right. Satan is kill, steal, and destroy. He said, it's available, I'm living it, and I can offer it to you, Christ. Christ said, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to do it by surrendering to you. I'm going to do it by following the Father, who's going to get it back ultimately. And I'm not going to follow your plan. Um, and then he prays to, you know, says, hey, by the way, guys, you're going to have trouble because you live in a terrible place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then he says to the Father, I'm not even praying that you take them out. And the world is hating them. And they're coming against them. And the world's full right. of kill, steal, and destroy. I'm not saying let's remove them from that. Let's send them into that mm-hmm. to proclaim the truth of what's available to them if they have a heart to go. Uh, because we are good and we have offered good things. But it's through free will. We don't force anybody mm-hmm. to receive it. And yeah. I didn't come to change the world. I came to redeem the, the people of the world who then can influence the world through the life that they can live in the space that they're living. And so we'll, we'll get right. into that. We'll get into that uh, next time a little bit deeper. Uh, and, and just stay with us through this so that yeah. you, you get the whole story of um, what is this all about and how do we explain it. And we're not trying to rationalize it at all. 
Um, no, but it's important to lay a foundation for the to, of right theology to be able to process this, right, and to be able to just dig into the scriptures and really ask the tough questions and and look for God to answer them. Yeah, because the because the outcome of that will be that, um, I under if I understand this and God isn't in what we would call complete control and forces, first of all, the world to change from its entropy right. and destruction, one, or forces people to choose without free will. Mm -hmm. If we really understand that, the next question, which we'll get to is, well, then how do I experience this goodness? Mm -hmm. um, and is that still available to me? And right. can, I, can I trust it? Given oh, the, that's a good, yeah. Given the state of the world. And we'll get into that. We got a few more verses to go and, and so, it's a little bit. It's a little bit tricky, and it is complicated and very profound. So stay with us over the next uh, session or two, and we're going to address this um, about what's going on and how do we understand it. And it's really, if we can really understand this, it explains everything, mm -hmm. and then we know what to do next, which is going to be the good part. So we'll get there. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks so much for sharing, and like Rich said, stay with us as we finish. I'm talking through this over the next several days. Hope you guys have a wonderful afternoon. If you have questions, send them in at questions at afjministry.com. And we'll see you next time. Yep, see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.